At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to it, folks. It is time for Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live here out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, right outside of Chicago, with you for the next 60 minutes. You can follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5. As for Vison, the Sports Betting Network at Beeson Live on the tweets. For tonight's show, we've got a couple of guests joining along. Thursday regular here, Josh Applebaum. Beeson's betting reporter, the man, will tell us what's going on with these market movements. We have seen plenty in both the Stanley Cup postseason and especially in the lone NBA postseason game tonight with the Celtics in the heat. More on that in a second, but let me tell you what else we got going on. 30 minutes from now, Wes Reynolds, fellow VEASAN host. We're pretty much going to go all across the board with Wes. Get an update on the PGA Championship, talk some NBA, some hockey, and some baseball with our guy Wes. So again, that will be coming in 30 minutes. Then 45 from now, baseball slate. We got a few late games, one of them being the Cubbies' new series against the Diamondbacks. So we'll share our thoughts on that, along with a couple other games on the Diamond. But to kick things off, I did want to give my two cents on the postseason action we got going tonight. Celtics and Heat and the two hockey games. But let's begin with the Celtics and Heat tonight. We had a nice night in the NBA last evening. A couple of prop winners with uh, Bullock to score more than Green and Andrew Wiggins over 15 and a half points. And I was kind of seeking a similar bet here, right? Looking at an angle, especially with game one in the bag, for a bet that we could look to profit off of props-wise. 
but I didn't really find one that I was infatuated with. I mean, we cashed it on the Heat for this first game, but I'm not feeling too confident on him for game two especially now that we know that Al Horford is going to play. Alongside Al Horford, looks like Marcus Smart will be available. The only guy who is out for Boston now is Derek White because of the birth of his child. Kyle Lowry for the Heat we know is still out, but uh, the Heat have had a lot more uh, success with him off the floor, actually. So at Bed Rivers specifically, this line opened as high as five in favor of Miami. Well, now with this news coming out, take a guess where it's at. Well, it's moved all the way down to one and a half. Still in favor of Miami, but again, just a one and a half point favorite when they were as high as five at the very beginning. Money line now has Miami minus 122. Boston's plus 102. They open plus 160. Total open 206. I saw it go as high as 207. Right now it's at 206 and a half at Bet Rivers, minus 110 each way. I'm tempted to look at the side of Boston here. I want to, it makes sense, but again, do we really want to chase that steam? I mean, and it's not even really necessarily chasing steam because I feel like a lot of people assume that Marcus Smart was going to be back in this game and you kind of assume that they could get this game regardless of the situation or at least have a better chance to. But now that we know that Horford is back, I mean, based on what you thought about this series beforehand, I, I don't know. It's just really tempting right now. But again, you had a lot better chance of getting a better number. But a spot that I still think could be a viable option, even if you're a little bit late to the party, is looking at the first half here. You know, Boston came out firing in that first half in game one against Miami, despite having the absentees of Al Horford and Marcus Smart. Now they got their key pieces back. That could boost them even more, along with the incentive for knowing that they need to get off to a hot start. All right. And they've really gotten off to a lot of hot starts this postseason. They're eight, three and one on the first half money line during these playoffs. And you look at Miami, they're seven and five on the first half money line. But we saw what happened in game one. No, it doesn't mean it's going to correlate and have the same outcome for this game. But because they're getting those key cogs back in the mix, they need that spark right away. It makes sense to me to potentially look at a Boston first half angle. So uh, nothing that I'm going to release as an official play per se, but definitely something I may just throw a little bit on. Or if you wanted to get involved pre-flop, I think that could be your best opportunity. But knowing how much this spread has moved now, why not just wait like we did in the last game as well, where you could just get the idea of how this game's looking with Horford, with Smartback, how the Heat are going to adjust to that, see what this momentum looks like throughout the game, and see if you can attack a better number in-game. In terms of the total, I would lean toward the over. Uh, that's kind of what I liked a little bit more so originally this morning, but again, didn't play anything on that, but would lean the total going over and would definitely consider Boston in the first half for Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's transition over to the puck. My goodness, last night was uh, was quite the evening. So we have our Hurricane series spread bet, minus one and a half, and we have it with the Flames. Hurricane somehow came through, tied it up with a couple minutes left, pushed it in at OT, and they get the game one win, so that was big. Calgary, man, when I tell you I was inches from betting that over, 
and then I did the Flames money line instead, and luckily that came through. Otherwise, I would have been kicking myself for days. But my goodness, nine to six, Calgary holds on despite blowing what, like a a six one or six two lead, however big it was, just insanity. But the Battle of Alberta lived up to the hype for Game One. We'll be looking forward to those games tomorrow. As for tonight, we've got the Lightning and the Panthers and the Blues and the Avalanche. Just to give my quick synopsis on the Lightning and Panthers game, look, this one's really tough because, of course, you, there's a lot of people who want to subscribe to the zigzag theory, and then at the same time, there's people who just can't ignore the value that keeps being presented with Tampa Bay. Now, I completely understand that. I mean, Tampa Bay opened plus 125, and now you're getting 15 cents better value-wise. They're plus 140 at Bet Rivers. Florida, the market assuming that zigzag theory could come to fruition. They opened minus 143. Now they're up to minus 165. Puck line with Florida, you're getting plus 155. If you want to take the puck and the hook with the lightning, it's minus 186. The thing here that may give Florida the benefit of the doubt in game two is that, well, also Braden Point is going to be out once again, it looks like. Not that that, you know, had too much of an impact in game one. But, you know, Florida had that 1-0 lead with, what, 25 minutes to go? And then power play after power play after power play just kept coming. Tampa Bay had six power play opportunities. They cashed in on half of them. Florida had three power play opportunities. They got none. Zip. You know, Florida in teams in general, yeah, you can have a bad game like that, but typically you're not going to repeat that with as many costly mistakes, right? So I feel like, yeah, Florida winning this game makes sense to me, but I don't want to fade Tampa Bay and the value they have right now. I mean, looking at the goalies, I do like Vasilevsky better than Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky, 32 out of 36 is what he saved. 34 shot attempts on Vasilevsky, he saved 33 of them. Honestly, the bet that's kind of tempting to me here is looking at the under six and a half, minus 108 right now at Bet Rivers. It's really a scary thing to do considering what these offenses can bring to the ice, especially Florida in a game where they kind of need to win. But considering how aggressive and kind of just, I don't know, wild they were with the power plays, maybe they play a little bit more uptight. You know, Tampa Bay, knowing that the pressure is going to come, steps up their defense. Maybe it's just a neck-and-neck neck type of game. I kind of have that feeling here. So I'm not going to play it for this spot, but if you want to bet it, I think that would be at the top of my list considering the under six-and-a-half goals for Florida and Tampa Bay. Again, it's tough to want to bet an under in this matchup, but I feel like that would be my top play to make for that first game tonight. But I do have an official play for the next game. Let's talk St. Louis and Colorado. The Avalanche open minus 250. St. Louis open plus 210. Right now at Bet Rivers, the Avalanche are minus 240. And the Blues, you're getting 2-1 to one odds. Uh, puck line with St. Louis, minus 120 if you want to catch it. If you want to lay it with the Colorado, you're getting even money. Total here, we're seeing 6.5. Juice is on the over, minus 129. So if you don't remember, the Avalanche won game one in overtime 3-2, to two, but the game really was not as close as the final score indicates. All right, Bennington had 54 shots come his way, and he saved 51 of them. So he, he was phenomenal, don't get me wrong, but again, it's kind of an only a matter of time thing before that's going to let you down. I mean, so 54 shots on Bennington, Kemper only had 25, and he saved 23 out of 25. And aside from just dominating with the shots on goal, Colorado also won the faceoff battle 34-19, and the hits 47-39. to 
Now, Colorado had three power play opportunities. They didn't cash in on any of them. St. Louis, they had one, and they took the most of it, and they did take advantage of it and score. Now, in overtime, St. Louis didn't really stand a chance. All right? Colorado had a 13 to nothing shot advantage in overtime. So, again, you can't afford to do that against this Colorado team. Heck, you can't afford to do that against any team, but especially a dominant squad like the Avalanche. And, again, with all of that being said, Colorado still only won 3-2, to two, and it took to go through overtime to push it in. So if you can expect Colorado to keep bringing the heat, keep bringing all the force offensively like that, it's going to be a long series for this Blues defense who are still a little bit banged up. And look, Bennington, yeah, he had his moment. Heck, maybe he could have a couple more. I don't think it's going to be enough to get the Blues a victory tonight. But naturally, I don't want to look to lay minus 240 with the Avalanche. And because of how good Bennington did do in that first game, I'm not necessarily tempted to go with the puck line for Colorado. So I'm going to go with the win in regulation, the 60-minute line. Minus 143 is the number I got at Bet Rivers. So all I need Colorado to do is just win this game in regulation. Don't go to OT and have the Avalanche win it. And that's where I'm looking to bet this team. So give me the Avalanche to win this game in regulation against the Blues, especially if that's how the discrepancies are going to be in the box score. That is not going to bode well for St. Louis. And you will see the prowess of this Avalanche squad come through and get the victory, hopefully in regulation tonight. So out of all the postseason action, that's the one play I'm rolling with officially, Colorado Avalanche to win in regulation. We do got one playing baseball, even though, oh my goodness, baseball has been rough and rough. So fade away at this point for baseball. But we'll give that out at the end of the show. In between, coming up next, we've got Josh Applebaum. He'll go all over the place. Tell us where the market's moving, the pros versus the Joes. And don't forget Wes Reynolds talking golf, talking baseball, and much more. So stick with us. It is Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. 
Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll get set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. Okay, welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Thursday evening. Plenty to discuss throughout the postseason realm, and who better to discuss it with than our guy Josh Applebaum at Josh underscore Insights, where you can follow him on Twitter, host of the Market Insights podcast, co-host on Betting Across America, plenty of content at VEASAN.com. The man does it all. Josh, a great night to look forward to. Your Celtics getting potentially a spark with the news that Horford and Smart are going to be playing tonight completely shifted the line so tell us where you saw it open where it moved to and what that's telling you because a lot of times Josh you know we we see these lines move and you're like all right you don't necessarily want to chase it but even before that it seemed like the Celtics were getting some love in the market Danny you're exactly right and it's great to be with you on rush hour once again and I think you're you know the one thing about NBA Danny is you got to be glued to Twitter I don't know how many times you can say this but you know these star players can have a huge impact on the line regular season we have to deal with load management and guys being out and you know lines shooting up or down but especially in the playoffs when you have some guys questionable and with these COVID protocols you know they've been a little bit loosened here so kind of the way to get back in the game you just test negative two times in one day you're allowed to play and that's really what happened with Al Horford here so Danny, we all know game one, obviously the Celtics have a, had a terrible third quarter there. The Miami Heat hit the pedal to the metal. They end up winning and covering. And that line went, or the total went way over, cashing to the over, even though in the playoffs we've seen unders about 65%. But tonight, Danny, you know, again, it's all about this line movement toward Boston based on some of these uh, positive injury notes. So Marcus Smart, who was out in game one, he's ready to go. He's going to play. Al Horford was the big surprise. He was doubtful today. He got upgraded to probable. He's going to play. Now, Derek White's going to miss this game, backup point guard for the birth of his child. Danny, it's kind of funny. I was joking with Steph. The big topic of conversation on talk radio in Boston today is whether or not you should miss a game for the birth of your child. So it goes <laughs> to show you how big of a game this is for the Celtics. But in terms of the line movement, you know, some of these shops did open. Miami Heat, you know, min minus four, four and a half. I saw a five opener. And really, it's all been constant toward Boston. You know, when we did betting across America earlier today, the line got down to two and a half. I took a break, came back on to do this, Danny. It's down to one and a half or even one. So it's been nonstop movement toward Boston here. And some stats to, you know, get behind Boston if you want to take the Celtics now. And maybe if you get, you know, a money line payout, that could be your number if you miss some of the, you know, the early three and a half or three. But the Celtics, awful loss this season. They're 21 and 13 against the spread, 62%. They're three and 0 awful loss in the playoffs. And then also as a dog, 18 and 9 against the spread, 67%. They're 5 and 1 ATS as a dog this postseason. So you have Horford, Smart's ready to go. I think you're going to make some adjustments if you're, you know, Udoka, who really got out coached there in the third quarter. Danny, give me the Celtics here. We got good movement. We got pretty much a full roster. I took the three and a half earlier. I'd either take the points or go money line at this point if you want to sweat the Celts. 
Yeah, you're sitting pretty as of this moment, and I can't say I disagree with you. I mean, even with those guys out, the Celtics got out to a hot start. You kind of figured the Heat were going to figure it out, but now that you got the key cogs of Smart and Horford back in the mix, probably going to be tougher for Miami to do that once again. So I get your reasoning, and I was even saying, too, I don't hate the idea of looking at Boston in the first half getting out to a hot start once again. I think both of those angles could definitely be a viable option. And, uh, Josh, before we move on, though, my man, what was the consensus agreement on the sports talk radio yay or nay to missing this game for the birth of his child so i tell you danny it's 50 50 there's a lot of people who say it's okay. a playoff game <laughs> the kid will never remember if you were there or not the whole point is what's your spouse right. think of it if your spouse says you better be there or you're in trouble then i think you got to be there <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough all righty well i guess they'll let him have this one depending on the result but we'll have to wait and see uh josh another exciting postseason game tonight on the ice we've got the lightning and the panthers man florida i mean <laughs> just like committing penalty after penalty really screwed them last game so you're probably assuming they will play a little bit more clean and the market's kind of backing them here i mean it looks like it they're up to minus 165 tampa plus 140 as the underdog and a total at six in the hook what are we thinking here i'm thinking the florida panthers here danny i'm going to play a couple system matches here on florida so number one just in terms of the betting market you've seen movement toward the panthers they open at some shops around like minus 155 they're up to around you know minus 165 across the market so you've seen about 10 cents of steam in favor of the Florida Panthers. If you look at BetMGM, pretty good bet split here. 60% of bets on Florida, but 84% of money. So anytime you can get at least a 10% 10, uh, 10 you know, higher handle than bets, that's always a good sign that some respected money's in their favor. And really, Danny, it's these home favorites. If you look at last night, you needed Carolina to cash in overtime. Obviously, it was a you know baseball score, 9-6 to six there last night with Calgary. But these home favorites in the postseason, they're now 28-12, and 12, 70% about a 15% wow. return on investment. So that would be a match here with Florida. And then also, if you look at this desperation angle, so desperation off a loss, you know, you can call it the zigzag. There are different terms for this, but coming off a loss, the next game in the postseason this year, Danny, you're 24 and 19, 56% return on investment of around 5%. So I'd be looking at Florida bouncing back here. I think you're going to get the best effort out of the Panthers because if you go down 0-2 at home, then you got to go to Tampa Bay. It's not that long for travel. You're in the same state of Florida, but you're really up against it if that happens. So I was a little surprised Tampa took game one. Danny, I'm just going to wait until Tampa loses. We'll take them off a loss, 16-0 the last three postseasons. But tonight, I'm a big Florida Panthers fan. Laid it with the Panthers. Let's go, Florida. Yeah, I think I'm staying away from this one, but get your reasoning for this spot as well, and definitely will be with you if uh, Tampa Bay does lose tonight. I'm sure everybody will be looked to ride in the lightning, so uh, should be a fun one on the ice this evening for that matchup. And Josh, hey, uh, we also got to talk some baseball with you, my man. At the friendly confines, we've seen some movement, it appears. Cubbies with Stroman back on the bump, hasn't pitched since he had that shutout performance against the Brewers. He's going against Zach Gallen, and this is kind of fascinating because two top pitchers or at least Stroman you're hoping could be a top pitcher Gallon has been a stud totals getting love to the over and then it looked like Arizona open as a favorite and now the Cubs are getting the steam why do you think that is for this spot so it's a little perplexing Danny because you know you the Diamondbacks have won more games you look at Zach Gallon just in terms of the numbers here he's been great 2-0 1.05 right. ERA Stroman 1-3 5.13 so if Arizona's the better record here they've won three more games than the Cubs and they have a better pitcher based on the stats today 
then why did this flip dog to favorite? I always get excited about these line moves, Danny. When you open as a dog and you get flipped to a favorite, it tells me a lot of respected money came in on you to make that designation flip in your favor. So to your point here, you know, the Cubbies open like plus 105, getting a little bit of plus money. Now you're all the way the other way to minus 120, minus 125 Cubbies. So it doesn't make too much sense, but I've learned, Danny, when it doesn't make sense, I want to be on the side that doesn't make sense. So I guess what you're banking on, the Cubbies, their bats, uh, they're hitting 233, only 207 for the D-backs. And maybe it's a more of a bet against Arizona because they've lost six straight. I know a lot of those games are against the Dodgers here, but you're at home, you're at Wrigley, you've flipped dog to favorite. It's very similar if you noticed earlier today, Danny, the San Diego Padres, they were a dog to fave line move at Philadelphia. They opened getting like plus 115. They flipped to around minus 110. So a lot of these dog to fave line moves are auto bets for me. So for your audience there in Chicago, I'm with you. Let's go Cubbies tonight. That's what everybody loves to hear. And you're right. I mean, yeah, Arizona has lost six in a row, and their offense has just been abysmal. And the Cubbies kind of turning things around despite the loss last night. So uh, hoping for another W tonight and a good opportunity maybe against this Diamondbacks team that has definitely struggled. Well, Josh, we got a couple minutes remaining, my man. We just witnessed the draft lottery for the NBA this past week. Looks like the Magic will be getting that number one pick, followed by the OKC Thunder. We do see some odds around Illinois and some jurisdictions, and Jabari Smith is the favorite, minus 125 to get selected number one overall. Then Chet Holmgren is plus 150. Boncaro is plus 450. Jaden Ivory at 40 to 1. Uh, what are we thinking here, buddy? So I'm thinking Jabari Smith, Danny, and really, you know, going into this, I look at a lot of mock drafts and it's really 50-50. Some of them have Chet Holmgren, the big man, although he's got to gain some weight there, Danny. Let's give him a cheeseburger to the big man at, at number one at some mock drafts. Then the other mock drafts have Jabari Smith. So it's kind of 50-50, but in terms of what the market is doing, it's moving toward Jabari Smith. When these a lot of these odds dropped just about a week ago, Jabari Smith was about even money, minus 105, plus 105, pretty much even. But over the last 24, 48 hours, ever since the Magic won that first overall pick, the steam has been toward Jabari Smith. He's now up to minus 125 at a lot of these books to go first overall. And really, Danny, to me, he kind of you know encapsulates the new age of the NBA, a big man who can shoot the ball. He's six foot ten. He averaged 17 points with Auburn, and he shot 42% from three. So I'm looking toward Jabari Smith. I jumped on him even money. I love this move to minus 125. I'll be sweating Smith to go number one overall. Don't screw it up, Magic. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a tall ask, right? Orlando Magic don't screw it up. Well, historically they've actually done well with number one picks, but you're right. I mean, in terms of the betting selections, that's a different story. But I think I might have to hop on that one with it because I'm sure it's going to get steamed as we get closer to the draft. And yeah, other people I've been listening to are kind of having the same sentiment with Jabari Smith. So I'd uh, love to hear that from your side as well, Josh. Along with everything else you're dishing out, keep up the great work, my man, and thank you for making some time. Always, Danny. Always look forward to these Thursday nights. Have a great night. Yes, sir. At Josh underscore insights, where you could follow him along on Twitter. Catch him hosting the Beeson Market Insights podcast and betting across America at Beeson.com. Next, joining us, Wes Reynolds talking golf, baseball, and some basketball. Should be fun. This is Rush Hour on Beeson, the sports betting network. Golf's second major is here, and at Bet River Sportsbook, you can get a great offer. Because every day of the tournament, just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost for the PGA Championship. 
The field's wide open, so take advantage of the daily profit boost during the PGA Championship at Bet Rivers. Terms and conditions apply. Seaside for details. Bet on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Well, speaking of the PGA Championship, we wanted to get into that a little bit further. So we got to bring on one of the co-hosts of Long Shots here on VEASAN, that being Mr. Wes Reynolds at Wes Reynolds One, where you can follow him along on Twitter, fellow VEASAN host. The man does it all and handicaps it all. Wes, thank you for making some time, my man. Um, I got to ask you about your thoughts for round one of the PGA Championship. I know it's always fascinating to look at the pre-flop handicap, but I'm really always curious to pick guys such as yourself and your brains about anything you can do with live betting. I mean, we see Rory at the top five under. His updated odds are three to one. Zalatoris, he's like, what, four under right now, and he's nine to one. Then he get Justin Thomas, two under, he's 10 to one. Uh, what have you been seeing that you like? Is there any in-game opportunity that you might jump in on? Yeah, Danny, and thanks for having me on. We're going to have to wait until the round concludes. I think Rory probably is going to stay as your first round leader. I don't know if anybody's going to catch him here in this late afternoon flight because the conditions were a lot easier, at least a little bit easier in the morning because that's usually how it is with wind. It's going to be more benign in the a.m. session and obviously more windy in the afternoon session. So he got the best of the conditions. I think the morning guys in general did get that. So Rory, five under par, I think he will remain your first round leader. And really, that's been a different story for Rory McIlroy since he won his last PGA Championship back in 2014 at Valhalla. So in round one in majors since 2015 up, uh, up to today, he had been 35 over combined. And then in rounds two through four, he had been 68 under combined. We remember on Sunday, he shot 64 at the Masters. And if Scotty Scheffler just would have cooperated, Rory McIlroy might have been able to backdoor into the career grand slam and win the green jacket. But he's the rightful favorite right now. Obviously, three to one. It's kind of hard to take him at this standpoint because you do have a lot of chasers behind him. It's not like he's lapped the field or anything. So... Uh, one of my uh, preflop plays that I have for the late afternoon is Justin Thomas, who's been up and down a little bit in the afternoon, but he's two under through 15. If he can maybe post one in and only be two back, I think he's going to be right there. Cameron Smith, another guy I have, actually. I believe I'm looking at his total here, and he made like eight birdies or seven birdies in the first round and yet only finished at two under par. So the ball striking was good. Just the game around the green wasn't very good, and that's kind of Cameron Smith's bread and butter is to be really good around the green. So there are going to be some guys, I think, down the board where you can take on Rory McIlroy if you don't have him in your pre-tournament portfolio. Some other sports, but talk to me about Jordan Spieth a little bit. He's too over, and he's just really struggling, it seems. I mean, maybe not really struggling, but, you know, based on what people's expectations were, because it seemed like he got steamed a lot, went down to 16-1. to 1. We were talking with Brady yesterday. He had some love towards Spieth, and I was hearing other people chatter about him, uh, that he kind of suits his course well, but it didn't really look like it today. No, it didn't, and, and really the putter, which has long been the best club in his bag, it hasn't been of late over the last couple of months, and it certainly wasn't today. Lost 1.2 strokes on the greens, actually gained off the tee. And this is not a guy that's a very long driver of the golf ball, but he's been hitting it straighter and a little bit longer than he has over the past few years, but still not one of the bigger hitters. But 
his irons just didn't fire and and he wasn't able to hit good approaches and that put him in tough positions on the greens and that's why he really wasn't making any putts because he wasn't getting those approaches in really tight you know where you get it into that 10 to 20 feet radius where you have opportunities for birdie so he was having to try to save tough pars instead of making birdies but yeah it was a struggle for him i didn't have him today but a lot of people really like this guy coming into the tournament and yet Two over par, he finished uh, first at the RBC and then second at the Byron Nelson. So nobody had better form coming in than Jordan Spieth. All right, Wes. Well, let's transition over to the hardwood. We've got the Eastern Conference Finals game two to look forward to tonight. And look, Miami was as high as a five-point favorite. Now it's almost chartering the territory of a pick'em. Total we're seeing at about 207. Now, even after game one, and we were talking about it before, but for example, if you like the Celtics to win the series, they were laying some good wood and you're like, ah, I don't really want to do that too much because you could probably figure if there's a game they would lose out of the first two, it would be game one. Then he could go back, get better value afterward. Well, Boston right now is plus 120, still on a series price, which is what the number was even before the announcement of Horford and Smart being included into this game tonight. You think that is kind of the viable route to take if you like Boston at this point? Look at the plus money for them to win this series? Yeah, that's what I had planned to do anyway. I went with the Heat in game one on the money line just simply because teams off game seven Going into game one in the next series, uh, I believe going into that game, were 32 and 49. They're now 32 and 51 because, of course, the Warriors and the Heat win game one over the game seven participants. But I went ahead with the uh, series price. It got up to as high as four. I missed the number. I'm not going to take two or even one and a half here for game two. So I just took the series. But what I actually like better tonight, I like the under tonight at 207. I know. This game went well over the total, and it probably got over-adjusted, Danny, because what we saw, those game sevens, they went way under the total, except for that Dallas Phoenix, which just had a fluky fourth quarter. But we've seen the unders kind of come in at least a little bit more toward the end of those conference semifinal series, and then it got priced a little bit too low. So now it got up as high as 208. I'm in at 207. I think it was an over-adjustment based on what we saw. I know combined score of 225 in game one, but the reason why game one went over, I think, is because you had 64 combined foul shot attempts and there were 51 in the second half, as a matter of fact. So I think that that's going to you know, regress a little bit. Maybe that the referees are not going to be so antsy to blow their whistles like they were. I thought you had excessive foul shots in game one. Marcus Smart obviously being back gives the Celtics their best perimeter defender. Unfortunately, they don't have Al Horford for their case, but I think the total has been a little bit over-adjusted here, so I'm going under 207. All right, Wes, flipping the script, going to hockey. I see you have some interest in an angle that I was considering, but I didn't pull the trigger, and it's with this total for the Lightning and Panthers game. I kind of like the under six and a half. Were you thinking about that territory as well? Yeah, that's where I went, Danny. I took under six and a half even money. Uh, really, the story for the Florida Panthers in these playoffs, even though they did beat the Caps in six, I don't think they were as dominant. I don't think that was like a true six-game series. I just think that, you know, a couple puck locks went their way and get a, went against the Capitals. Capitals, actually, you could have made an argument, could have won the series and unfortunately only went six games for them. But the story for Florida, they're 0 for 21 on the power play in the playoffs. They just have not been able to convert at all. Now you get Andre Vasilevsky, who we know is an experienced playoff goalie, and, and he can stop his fair share of shots. So 
Florida, I think they just haven't found a way to really pick it up and put as not enough pucks on the net. And, you know, I this is just one of those series that I think are really tied. I'm actually down one nothing here because I took the Panthers at minus 150 for the series. So I'm not going to double dip here on the zigzag necessarily because we're starting to see some late money, I think, go on the Florida Panthers because people are doing that because zigzag has actually worked better in the Stanley Cup playoffs than it certainly has in the NBA playoffs. But uh, under for me in the Battle of the Sunshine State. All right, Wes, we got about 90 seconds remaining. We are just talking with Josh Applebaum. He's in for the Cubbies tonight. I got to ask you if you're rooting for the Cubbies on the north side this evening against the Diamondbacks. I am. And look, I think uh, Marcus Stroman, he kind of struggled a little bit early, but I think he settled in, you know, one and three record and five starts. Certainly not that impressive on the surface, but 513 ERA, 363, though, on the XFIP. And it's really not just a play on Stroman, who I think has some positive regression. I think Zach Gallon's got some negative regression. 105 ERA, but about three and a half on the XFIP. And uh, the 202 you see, that's the uh, BABIP, or the batting average balls in play. So sometimes that indicates some luck. Like you get some defense behind you where balls that can maybe find holes in the shift don't find holes. And that obviously benefits a pitcher. So it's really kind of a little bit of a negative regression deal on Zach Gallon, and I think Stroman has some positive coming his way. All right, we got the seal of approval from both Wes Reynolds and Josh Applebaum. That's what we love to see. Wes, thank you for making time, my man. Love getting into it with golf, hockey, basketball, pretty much everything with this. So thank you again, and uh, enjoy the rest of the slate tonight. You bet, Danny. Thanks for having me. Always love having Wes on at Wes Reynolds, one where you can follow for more of his content on Twitter. Catch him pretty much on every other show here on the network, VSIN.com. But yeah, it's exciting, especially when it comes to the PGA Championship. Just because it's underway doesn't mean you can't in-game bet it. And Rory at the top, 3-1 to one are the live odds right now at Bet Rivers. And it's great because not only are you able to bet the outright winner, but you can do head-to-head matchups, what's going to happen on the next hole. So many useful and potentially viable betting opportunities. Check it out at BetRivers.com. Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more baseball. I'll expand on that Cubs game, but first, we'll talk about the other two late games tonight. So one more segment, stick with us. It is Rush Hour here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here, and for only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from right now to the end of July. The next few months, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, which includes Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his top plays all the way through the NBA Finals, and Andy McNeil will be breaking down all the action on the ice throughout the Stanley Cup postseason. Plus, we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage and not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59. And then you can be a subscriber through July 31st. So make sure you check it out at vsin.com slash spring. That's V-S-I-N.com slash spring. All righty, final segment is upon us here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 and we are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Still got the PGA Championship going on in the NBA and Stanley Cup postseason to look forward to tonight. But let's also go back to baseball a little bit. We touched on that Cubs and Diamondbacks game, both with Josh Applebaum and Wes Reynolds. And I'll give you a little bit of a, uh, I guess, lean on that game from myself. But I want to go over the one play I do have on the diamond tonight out on the East Coast at Fenway Park the Red Sox hosting the Seattle Mariners Boston opened here minus 135 Seattle plus 115 and really it seems like the market's showing a little bit of love to Seattle I'm kind of perplexed by it but it's not really driving me too crazy the Mariners are coming off a 5-1 win at Toronto last night Red Sox defeated the Astros also by a score of 5-1 and now the Red Sox are putting the old vet Rich Hill on the bump, which somehow he's still pitching actually fairly well. This is why I'm a little curious to see why the market's going against him. He's 1-1 one one with a 2.89 ERA, a 1.11 whip, and looking further along, his FIP is 3.38. The Sierra, yeah, a tad bit concerning, 4.26, but otherwise, all his other numbers are fairly sound. Now, George Kirby, the rookie, he will be getting the nod tonight for the Mariners. No wins, no losses, ERA of 0.90, 1.79 FIP, 0.80 WHIP, 3.49 Sierra, but he's only pitched 10 innings. But Kirby has looked fairly solid as of this point being on the Mariners. So again, he's looking for his first win. Maybe he could come against this relatively struggling Boston Red Sox team. But with Boston, so again, maybe this is another reason why there's not that much infatuation for the Red Sox in this game. Looking at their batting splits against righties, they got a 242 average, 286 Babbitt batting average of balls in play, 299 Woba, and a 94 weighted runs created plus. And 100 is like the average barrier, so they're six points below that average spot. And coincidentally enough, Boston at home versus righties are even worse. 236 average, 279 Babbitt, 291 Woba, 84 WRC+. So whatever reason, they're a little bit worse at home versus righties. All right, we'll take that into account as you will. Seattle, what about their splits? Going against the Southpaw. 
not the best, and they're really not the best on the road, but more on that in a second. Overall, against lefties for the Mariners, they got a 204 batting average, 239 Babbitt, 297 Woba, 102 weighted runs created plus. So not too bad in the WRC plus column, but everything else, eh, not too great. On the road versus Southpaws, 174 batting average, 198 Babbitt, 267 Woba, and then a 76 weighted runs created plus. Brutal on the road against lefties are the Seattle Mariners. So that's why I'm like, well, so why is the market going towards Seattle? And then you also have to consider, well, Boston doesn't necessarily have the best bullpen. They got an ERA of 4.19, a whip of 121. Mariners have an okay bullpen, 371 ERA with a 1.18 whip. So I guess I get that. Maybe they're kind of hard to trust and they just shouldn't have been that big of a favorite. But with that being said, if the market's moving against Boston, a team that I kind of liked here, and yeah, they do have a volatile bullpen, that's not really the, uh, the direction I want to consider here. I would be interested in this game not having a lot of runs then. But I don't like to bet full game under the total because of the bullpens, because of the extra innings and the runners starting on second. It's kind of a tough proposition to sell me on. I'm looking at the first five under, and the number's four and a half, and the best number I saw was minus 105 to the under. First five, four and a half runs. So like we said, both of these pitchers have some relatively strong stats. The Mariners are abysmal on the road against Southpaws. And then you look at Boston not hitting that great at home against righties or against righties in general. And if you want some more statistics, Boston averages 1.63 runs per first five innings at home. Seattle averaging just 1.59 runs per first five innings on the road. Plus the Red Sox, 3-10-1. That's their over-under record in the first five at home, meaning they've had 10 unders out of 14 outings at home that has stayed under the first five total. Mariners eight and 12, 12 unders out of 20 games on the road for the first five. So I'm gonna lock that in. I'm going first five under four and a half for the Red Sox and the Mariners for my official baseball dime tonight. Uh, like I said, moving on, Diamondbacks, Cubs game. Didn't pull anything here with the trigger because, well, Zach Gallen's been outstanding. And, yeah, maybe he's due for a little bit of regression. But I'm not willing to bank on it and bet on it because Marcus Stroman, yes, should be better. But he didn't get any outings in AAA. He's on the COVID list for quite some time. I mean, his Sierra is 3.82, which is promising, but his FIP is 4.19, and we have seen him struggle in recent outings. I mean, the Brewers game did great, but his last outing at home was against the Rays. I think he gave up like seven earned runs. Look, we know Stroman has his stuff, but can the Cubs get to Gallon early enough? Because Gallon is 2-0 with a 1.05 ERA, 2.22 FIP, 2.90 Sierra, and a whip of 0.67. His last start was Saturday versus the Cubs, where he went six, allowed just two hits, one earned run, and nine strikeouts. But the Cubs did win four to two. His offense couldn't help him out, neither could his bullpen. So that's where you could maybe get the justification for backing the Cubs here, because Arizona's bullpen has really been tough. They got the third worst ERA, 4.73, and the third worst bullpen whip of 1.39. Conversely, the Cubs have the fourth-best bullpen ERA in the majors, 3.08. And the bats for the Diamondbacks, especially during the six-game losing streak, have been brutal. Versus righties, they're 23rd in WOBA, 25th in weighted runs created plus, 30th dead last in batting average of balls in play against righties. The Cubs are pretty much average 
maybe a little bit below average in all of those categories. So I guess I could see why the market's getting a little bit of a love to the Cubbies here. Especially because, well, also the Cubs have won, what, their last three series. And again, the Diamondbacks here on a losing streak. So I get it. Some love for the Cubs. Wes likes them. Josh likes them. Hey, that should be enough incentive to like any bet. But yeah, the market moving toward the Cubbies are up to minus 125. And the total, despite the great pitchers, opened eight. Now that's up to nine. The wind's blown out a little bit to left, but not an insane amount. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, seems like leaning toward the Cubbies makes sense. Speaking of another lean, the late game I also wanted to talk about, the only remaining late game, down in Houston, the Astros taking on the Rangers. The Rangers just continue to do me dirty, so I probably won't end up playing it, but definitely consider looking at the Astros. They're minus 205, but the run line, you're getting plus 104. Look, you're getting Framber Valdez, the southpaw, taking the bump for Houston, who's really had a solid year. He's 2-2, two 2.93 and two, ERA. 3.32 FIP and a solid Sierra of 3.28. Even better at home, a FIP of 2.61. Did great against the Rangers, went six innings pitched earlier this season, allowed four hits, no earned runs, five strikeouts, but the Astros did lose that game 6-2. to two. Glenn Otto was opposing him on Texas. He's got a 6.38 ERA, 5.98 FIP, 25% home run to fly ball ratio, 10% is league average, 4.65 Sierra. Look, the numbers are pretty bad. He went up against Houston. He did okay. Four hits and four innings, two earned runs, five strikeouts. Astros won that game 4-3. to three. And we're kind of running out of time here, but long story short, the batting splits. Uh, Texas, first lefties on the road, 213 average. And then Houston, not the best at home against righties, but against righties overall, they're doing really well. They're fourth best OPS-wise against righties. So I'm assuming the Astros can bounce back in this game. And if you don't want to lay the minus 205, definitely consider the Astros on the run line here, plus 104. You don't want to get hurt by them winning by one, which we absolutely have as of late. Completely get it. But I think the Astros find a way to get the dub tonight against the Rangers. But once again, as we are heading out here on Rush Hour, my final plays for the evening. We have the first five under four and a half for the Mariners and the Red Sox at the price of minus 105. And then just one lone play in the postseason slate tonight. The Colorado Avalanche to win in regulation at the price of minus 145. So that's all we got. That's what we're rocking with. Best of luck if you tell or with whatever you're playing this evening. We'll catch up again tomorrow as we round out our week on a Friday here on Rush Hour on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.